Perak Zion, Mishnah Zion. One who hires workers to work in his field, and his field is a field of neta revai. We had learned earlier that the first three years when you plant trees in the ground, that's going to be the years of Arla, where it's forbidden to have any kind of benefit at all from the trees. And the fourth year is neta revai. That's where the fruit of the tree, they have a kedusha on it, you have to eat them only in Yushalayim, or you can redeem it and transfer the kedusha onto money, and then spend the money in Yushalayim. So this is Netaravai. So he hires these workers and he notifies them, you know, that you're working in a field of Netaravai. So then, the workers cannot eat while they are working. Why? Because it's usher to eat from these fruit outside Yushalayim. The ain um, we don't say Maybe the workers will think that you're transferring the kedusha onto money. You'll spend the money in Yushalayim. This way, we the workers can eat their fruit. No, the balabayas did not make any kind of stipulation with the workers. They cannot assume that the balabayas are transferring the kedusha onto money, allowing them to eat from the fruit, and therefore they cannot eat from the fruit of that field. Now, what about Imloho Dian? Say he did not notify these workers when he hired them that the fruit that you're working on is Nataravai, and you won't be able to eat from them. So now, hey, they had no advance notice. He hired them, lived to Karim to just, you know, uh, harvest his, his vineyard. He doesn't notify them that they are Karimavai. So now, Poda Umachilan, the Balbayas has to redeem these fruit. Transfer the, transfer the Gdusha onto money that he'll spend in Yushalayim in order to enable the workers to eat while they are working. Had he notified them, so then maybe they wouldn't have taken the job. So now that you didn't notify them and they're there and they're stuck, it's like a mekachtos, like a mistaken sale. So therefore, the Balabayas now has to transfer the Gdusha onto money, spend that money in Yushalayim, and give a window to allow the workers to eat from the produce as they are working. Nisparsu Igulov, if the Balbayas had these uh, Igulidvili, these round cakes of figs that became separated, the Sakhapalami hires workers to, to reattach them. Or Nispatruch of Yosef, the Balbayas' barrels of wine opened up and he hired workers to seal them. The workers cannot eat. Why? These items already have a Gemara Malacha, their completed product, to be chive in Meiser. And therefore it's Tevel right now, the workers cannot eat from it. Now that's all as long as the workers know when they get the job. But Imloho Dion, if he doesn't notify them at the time that he's hiring them, that these rankings of figs or these barrels, you know, they already had their Gemar Melacha, they already Chayav and Meiser, and now they're Tevel. And these workers thought that it was not Chayav and Meiser, and it would be permitted for them to eat. So again, you have a Mekach Tos. Therefore, Ma'asr, the Balbayas, would have to separate Meisris from the round cakes of figs, from the barrels of wine, Uma'achilan, and then let the workers eat from that which they're working in. So in these scenarios, whether it's Meiser, whether it's Nataravai, it all depends upon whether the Balbayas notifies the workers or not. If he notifies the workers, then he's safe. If he doesn't notify the workers, workers think that they're taking the job to allow them to eat while they're working, the Balbayas would have to um, separate the Kedusha from the Nataravai, or take off the Meiser to enable them to eat. Otherwise, it'll be a Mekach Tos. All right. And Mishnechez, Shomrei Peros, those that are appointed to guard fruit, Mishnah says here, it's, it's perish tulshim, it's fruit that are off the ground, right? They've, they've already been plucked. They are not at the stage of Gemar Malacha for Meiser. They're not a completed product to be Chayav Meiser. For example, Shemri Gisais, Shemri Arimais, someone's watching like the wine in the vats, it's not completed yet, 
or the uh, piles of grains. So these are all, you know, the grapes are plucked off of the trees, the grains are plucked off the ground. So he's guarding something which is tall, which is, which is separated. So the guard can eat from the produce from the minig of that city. If that's where the city had that minig. But not minatora. Why? Because shmir guarding does not have the same status as maisa as working. And therefore minatora, one cannot eat from it. But if the minig in that city is to allow them to eat, then he could. However, shemeginus, one that guards a garden, or pradesim in orchards, so now, the fruit are still attached to the ground. They cannot eat not Minatora nor Mehilchas Medina. And so, to begin, we mentioned back in Mishnah Bez, they cannot eat, they cannot eat even Mehilchas Medina. Why? Because guarding it is not the same as actually working in the field. When we allow a worker to eat in the field, so that's when he's actually working there. But just guarding it would not suffice. There are four types of watchmen, four types of shomer that the Torah talks about. There's the shomer chinam, the shomer, the guard, who's chinam. He's not paid anything, it's free. He does the job for you for free. Then there's the shoal, the borrower. He borrows something from his friend. He's not renting it, he just borrows it as a loan. There's the nosy sacher, a shomer sacher. Shomer is getting schar, is being paid to watch this particular item. It has socher, and then there's a renter. He's renting something from his friend. He's paying rent for the item. These are the four types of shomim that the Torah mentions. So shomer chinam nishba al hakol. A shomer chinam can swear on everything, meaning if it gets stolen from him, or if he loses it, uh, and all the more so if there's an onus. For example, that he accepted an animal to watch it, and it died, or it broke a leg. Uh, sorry, or forgot nishba, so it, was, it was captured. So I raised the nishba, all the shomer has to do is swear that he guarded it, kederech ha like a regular guard guards it, without being poshia, without being negligent, and he's put, he's exempt. Since he's guarding it for free, all he's got to do is swear that he didn't do anything to be negligent, then he's exempt. If he's negligent, he's chayev. But otherwise, he would swear that he didn't do anything to be negligent, and he's putter. As the Pasuk says, Ki yidin ish al-ri'eyu, kesef o'kelem l'shmar v'gonim v'esah ish, v'nikah b'albayis el-el-kim, we learn out from a Pasuk, v'mikhan shepati, he's exempt from gneva, from aveda, from ones, he's only chayev if he is poshia, if he's negligent. The Hashoel, a borrower. Mishalim is like, he's got to pay for everything. Even if an onus happens, he has to pay for it. As the Pesach says, He's got to pay for Gneva, he has to pay for Aveda, he has to pay for Onus. The only thing a Shoel, a borrower, would be exempt from if it's Mesa Mach Basvalacha. As he's working it, the normal way it, it, it should be worked, it dies. So he's using it the normal way, and then it just drops dead. Only that he'll be exempt. Everything else he's chayef to pay for. Venosi sacher ve'asocher, a shomer sacher, a paid watchman, or a socher, a renter. They have the same status, they're in the same category. So they are nishban ala shavura, ala shavuya, ala mesa. If it breaks a leg, if it gets captive, if it's, if it's taken captive, or if it dies, so then they can swear that there was an onus, and they're exempt from paying. As the Pasuk says by Shomer Sacher, They can swear they're off the hook. However, However, the Pasuk says, So, if it's stolen, they're high to pay for, for theft. And I know Geneva from this Pasuk says, What about Aveda? If it gets lost, there's a double lush in here. 
ganav, you ganav. Mikal makom, no matter how it's taken from you. If it gets lost, if it gets stolen, or if it gets lost, Shomashachar has to pay for it. But a Shomashachar would be exempt from an onus. Um, and if an onus happened, he would swear, and he'd be off the hook. V'yod shalomedim mikal v'chomer, v'mah ganeva, it's like ganeva, which is karov la'onus. Ganeva is closer to an onus. Yet the Shomashachar is chayev, so an aveda, being lost, which is closer to being poshed, being negligent, all the more so is chayev. And the socher has the same status as the shomer socher. So Mishnah concludes that the shomer socher and the socher, granted they'd be exempt if the animal broke its leg, or if it was taken captive, or if it died, because these are onsen, but if it's stolen or lost, and certainly if he's negligent, if he's poshaya, then he is chayev to pay the balbayas for the item he was watching, or, or the item that he was renting.